Do you think you can time the market and make the right call on when to buy or when to sell? We always joke in the office that we'd be on our own private island if we could time the market. But what does the data say on this? In this episode, I'll break down the numbers and share why time in the market is far more influential than timing the market. Let's get to it. I'm a big behavioral economics nerd, so this topic is right up my alley. Trust me, it's not lost on me the markets have been volatile this year, and emotions play a huge role in decision-making with finances. But taking a step back and looking at the numbers can remove some of the emotion and provide clarity and direction. Take market timing. What even is it? Well, it's the idea that you can accurately predict the best time to buy or sell, get in or get out of the market. With the volatility this year, have you wondered if you should divest and go to cash or possibly buy the dip? Well, I might have an answer for you. When looking to buy, time, not timing, is what matters. Don't just take my word for it. Research shows the cost of waiting for the perfect moment to invest typically exceeds the benefit of perfect timing. Schwab did an interesting study where they tested the performance of five hypothetical long-term investors using very different investment strategies. Each investor had $2,000 to invest at the beginning of the year from 2001 to 2020. Money invested went into the S&P 500 and stayed invested. Our five hypothetical investors used the following strategies. One, perfect market timing, buying on the lowest day, which we already know to be nearly impossible. Two, investing as soon as the cash was available. Three, dollar cost averaging, i.e. dividing the cash into 12 equal portions to invest at the beginning of each month. Four, horrible market timing, buying at the peak. And five, leaving the money in cash investments and not investing in stocks. How did our investors fare? Naturally, the perfect market timer had the best return, ending up with $151,391 at the end of the 20-year period. But that doesn't really interest me since no one has a crystal ball to predict the market low. What's interesting is our second place investor, the one who invested immediately each year. Better yet, they were only $15,920 behind the perfect market timer. Whoa. Simply putting the cash to work without any pretense of market timing really paid off. And what about the remaining investors? Just behind second place was the dollar cost averaging strategy, followed by the horrible timer, then the cash investor, who ended significantly behind the rest with only $44,438. Ironically, the cash procrastinator who waited for a better opportunity to buy would have earned far more over the 20-year period had they invested at the market high. What's more, Schwab analyzed all 76 rolling 20-year periods dating back to 1926 and the results remain remarkably similar. Have I convinced you of the importance of time not timing yet? Not quite? Okay, I'll keep going. Staying in the market long-term also improves your chances of coming out ahead. Over the past 91 years, the S&P 500 has gone up and down each year, but the longer you stay invested, the higher the likelihood of positive returns. Case in point, Data from Thomson Reuters shows that one-year investors had positive results 73% of the time, three-year investors 83% of the time, five-year investors 87% of the time, and 10-year investors were positive 94% of the time. This illustrates that the longer the investment time frame through both highs and lows, the greater the chances of a positive outcome. 
Unsurprisingly, an inherent cost of sitting on cash is missing out on market gains. But you may be surprised to know that market gains for any given year often come from just a handful of stellar days. Schwab coming in hot with the data again. They found that missing out on the 10 best days for the S&P 500 from 2001 to 2020 cut your total return in half. 7.5% return for the S&P versus just 3.4% return when excluding the top 10 days. Excluding the top 30 days brought the return to negative territory at negative 1.5%. All right, so what am I saying here? Go immediately invest all your cash and call it a day? No, no, not exactly. But if you make annual investments, have cash set aside to invest, or considering getting out of the market, keep all of this data in mind. Realistically, data shows the best course of action for a long-term investor is to determine the appropriate market exposure for them, then consider investing as soon as possible, regardless of the current level of stock market. Okay, let's wrap this up. As much as I wish we could time the market, we all know it to be nearly impossible. Waiting for the perfect day to invest historically doesn't pan out very well either. On the flip side, getting out of the market can hurt the returns of long-term investors. So what's an investor to do? I would encourage you to remember that time, not timing, is what matters. Have any questions on this topic or have a topic you'd like to hear about next? Let me know. Thanks for joining.